It's story time with the Histories, with your hosts, Matt Marie and Jen Dumas. Hi, Jen. You know what? What? Sometimes the internet, even though it's a cursed place, it's cursed. It is. It yeah. is. TikTok, QAnon, all that garbage out there. Sometimes it comes through in a big way. Okay. I am surprised that you are saying this. Yeah. Well, because you see the script in front of you, you have the outline, you already know <laughs> what I'm going to say. I, we here at Storytime with the History, so we have a commitment to history and storytelling. Of course. But more than anything else, the factual, actual. Well, yeah, makes, we want to be entertaining and accurate. Yeah, but it's accurate more than anything else. Like, we don't want to be Joe Rogan, right? Okay, you fair enough. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to be that. So the, the reason that this story today that we're going to tell is so amazing, so great, is it comes from the Reddit sub, Our History Anecdotes. Because You're on I, Reddit? Yeah, well, I'm not on Reddit, on Reddit, but... I was snooping around because th- there's this story that I love. I love telling it in class. I love all this, you know, the the, the intricacies of this totally melted story uh, and on these people who are involved. But everything mm-hmm. I kept finding, because I wanted a good follow-up to our previous episode on the Banquet of Blood. And, yeah. like, I, everything I found was, like, Yale, boring, boring yeah, yeah. British content. <laughs> And it's not fun, and I'm falling asleep at my keyboard and all this sort of stuff. So I hopped on Reddit to the sub, Our History Anecdotes, and I found this guy. He's, he's gone. He's, he's a deleted user poster. Oh. But he had this awesome breakdown of this story I love. So today we're going to hop into the flight of Varennes, and we're going to tell this incredibly melted story. And it's a huge assist today from Reddit, which I never thought I would put those words together in the history of my life. I never thought you'd ever go on reddit in the history of your life now i do go on reddit i love the um the am i a a circle stories because usually if you have to ask (laughs) that question you totally are those every once in a while maybe maybe slide over to the non-historical side and see some really entertaining stuff which is most of i love how you like the non-historical side of reddit (laughs) 99.98 percent of reddit (gasps) oh my god that's what we should do. We should get on Reddit and start posting Am I an nope. A-Circle for historical figures? Nope. nope. Not doing it. Not doing it. I want my job. I need this job. Not doing it. Yeah, I'm already going to be in language put in jail today because flight to Varennes. I can't, like, I'm, let's just, I can't say this word. I'm not doing it like the French, like peanut butter stuck in my mouth. We're doing flight of Varennes. I'm saying it the English way. All right. You know what? I have to say, though, I really enjoyed our interesting way to start this pod and the fact that you've actually branched out a little bit. Always. Well, always interesting, never branching out. But, you know, (laughs) I guess there's a time for everything. Hey there, everybody. Welcome again to Storytime with the Historists, the podcast for world history students, enthusiasts, and teachers. It's world history, but told our way. And today I'm super excited because we're talking French Revolution. And it really, it goes nicely with the bashing of the French that we did today as a result of our discussion on the Treaty of Versailles. So it's a nice flow. Yeah, well, I, I think in general, like European history has this really nice arc of making fun of France that we can just really tap into. A little into. bit, yeah. I know, yeah, it's, it's true. I'm, I'm with you, but like, 
immediately I can already hear students and listeners falling asleep when we're like, we're going to talk about the French Revolution. Oh my God. No, it's so entertaining. We're, we're going to do a bit of a sum it up today. Yes. For yes. the basics of the French Revolution so that we can get into the best story. I think it's the best story anyway uh, of the entire revolution, the ill-fated flight to Varennes and then the aftermath of fallout out of like this. Oh, this it's delightful. Totally it's totally delightful. idiotic plan. Um, and, and so, listener, don't worry. Don't don't get your pillow out. You know, don't unplug and wander away. It's gonna don't be great. Turn, you know, turn on TikTok and just have this playing in the background. Um, we're, we're gonna get through the revolution, but we're really teeing up our next two episodes. This is gonna be a three parter for us. We haven't done a three parter in a while. No, but we're gonna get to the good stuff here. But before we can get to the good stuff, we got to get through like the whys. What, what what's going on? And why is this all happening? I right. think you're selling this short. I think this I is a really entertaining sure. context too. I, I I agree it is entertaining, but I just want to make sure people also don't immediately unplug and walk away, right? Oh, like definitely. go make eggs or whatever the kids are doing this day. I assume it's scrambled eggs. I feel like you're selling a short, but that's all right. Our students that's do that a, every day, so it's uh, fine. Pro egg. Um, this is a pro where does our – <laughs> Where does our information come from today? So we got a lot of stuff today. Usually at the top, we acknowledge all our sources and go through the laundry list. That would take us a while um, because while we started on Reddit, we really did branch out. Um, the, the poster who threw that stuff up on uh, the uh, our history anecdotes, which I do have a link to that we'll, we'll make uh -huh. available in the, in the description, um, had some sources that they cited. And then we used that to track down some books and some articles and some stuff. We even went to Oxford history because the British do it right. Um, <laughs> and some stuff by William Doyle, some sort of melted old historian. Um, but we'll throw all this stuff up in the description so that we don't spend the next 15 minutes boring people with all the different places that we went to. So check out the description, hyperlinks, all great stuff. Um, but Jen, let's get into it. We've already let the listener, uh, you know, Baited in anticipation, French Revolution, let's get into it. Okay, so 1789 hits, right? And things are not going down well in France for a variety of different reasons, right? They can't win a war at this stage to save their lives. One. And then, but that's a big one. That's a big one, but I'm just taking it's them a off. Big I'm one. keeping for the listener, the variety of reasons. One, can't win a war, but they're yeah. France, so we already knew that. So um, they put themselves in a tremendous amount of debt. And because they lost against Britain in the French and Indian War, they decide to help the Americans fight against the British in the American Revolution. And yay, we win, but we have no well, money. To we win. We win. France was there. Well, I but know, we but. It's the yes, American United Revolution. States. Yeah, go America. USA. 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 We got nothing to give to France, in all honesty. Like, there's no, get, like, sport. We give them yeah, that. Give them You're that. welcome. You're welcome. It's it's a gift that keeps on. Now they can get a good credit rating. There you go. See. So one. See, we were just thinking ahead. Two, Two debt. Debt. Three, the most ridiculous, outdated social hierarchical system. Just terrible with the three estates where, you know, you've got the first estate who's the clergy, second estate's the nobility, they pay no taxes, the third estate are all the basically poor people and middle class, and they're forced to pay every single tax for the people of France. And so that is stupid because you've just angered 98% of your population. And right. any three, angry about social hierarchy, stupidity, yep. taxes, always the taxes, taxes are too high, story of it's everybody's true. life. All right, so... We're setting them up. We're knocking them down. 
And then when they do try to solve all these different problems at the estate's general meeting, the outdated voting system is ridiculous because the first and second estate are always going to outvote the third estate, so nothing's going to get accomplished. Yeah, well, that was a, like a stupid move. The king, so I think that's number four, which you drastically undersold, is stupid, stupid king. <laughs> well, it is stupid, stupid king. Though, in all fairness to King Louis, he did try to raise taxes on the nobility. Before the estate's general meeting, they simply said no, and he's like, all right. Yeah, the assembly of the notables. Yeah, he called together the richest people who had no historical basis for taxing themselves and was like, hey, do you guys want to pay taxes? And shockingly, they were like, nah, we're straight, dude. Let's continue to not pay taxes. Let's continue to have the people with no money pay taxes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the king's like, oh, yeah, I'll show you. We'll get the estates general together and we'll have everybody vote on paying taxes, except for that the vote will never go the way I want it to. Which is, like, this is the dumbest plan of all time. Which, like, makes the dumb plans that we're going to talk about in Varenz and, and all that, like, that are dumber than this, also just mind-numbing. This it's is ridiculous. Just, the, I have this mug that says, "People, stupid people doing stupid things because they're stupid, in reference to that <laughs> awesome TV show Archer. And I yeah. feel like the French Revolution was a precursor for that mug. It's just like oh, probably. whatever the dumbest thing that could possibly done was done. So then we're at the Estates General. The vote yep. obviously doesn't go to the way of the king. So then, like, what's his, like, trump card? When, when does he lay it down? When does he play the Joker? He doesn't really play a Joker. What ends up happening is you have uh, members of the Third Estate who, the middle, at least the middle class part of the Third Estate, has been exposed to Enlightenment ideas like John Locke and natural rights. And Yeah, we have a whole episode government. on that, right? Yeah. Listeners. So t- check out Shopping Cart Ogre, back catalog. We have 30 minutes of great content on that one for sure. So because it's, you know, this time period in history, they're not just going to sit down and go, oh, well, I guess it's just the way it's always going to be. So they fight back and they create this national assembly and they meet at Versailles and they, they're going to meet until they form a constitution and, you know, they're meeting and everything's going well until one day they go to meet again and the room to the, or the door to the room is locked. And whether King Louis locked this, or this was just a big freaking mistake by an idiot at Versailles, it doesn't matter because- It sounds like six of one half dozen of the other yeah, there on right? that one. I don't know. So I think this is the wild card right here. This is the Joker. He's like, you know, it's totally going to- Stop them from radicalizing, me locking them (laughs) in a room where they're just going to radicalize each other. (laughs) I can't imagine that he was that stupid. Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. It's not a deep gene pool. (laughs) It is is not. It's true. Um, (laughs) Splash pad of genetics. God. So, (laughs) as a result of this, it doesn't make the National Assembly go away. They meet at the tennis court and make the famous tennis court oath that they're going to create a constitutional monarchy and a constitution for the people of France, and that's just the way it's going to be. That's right. The greatest thing done on a tennis court in France until Rafael Nadal. I think that's still timely, but if it's not, don't cancel me, please. I don't know my tennis. He's a bit, he's older. He's not one of the newer. He's indomitable. He's got like a thousand wins on clay. He is a great clay court player without a doubt. Anyway. That's in France. (laughs) It was. It was good. It was a good reference. It was a good reference. So basically, as a result of this, they're going to set up a constitutional monarchy. The royal family actually gets moved from Versailles to Paris. That's a big one. It is. It's a big one. They're like, you can't isolate yourself anymore. So suck it up, buttercup, and and see what's going on with the masses. And and that's great. Like a constitutional monarchy is great, and a constitution is great. And actually, King Louis agrees to it, right? And I think well, at the time, it was, 
desperation because he under- yeah, understood yeah. the writing on the wall, but still. Yeah, I think it's, we say agree to it, but we got to remember, like, the reason when, because they, like you said, they leave Versailles and they ended up at this place, the Two Layers Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, but that had way more to do, I think, with, like, the great fear in the countryside yes. and the burning of all those estates and the women's march, like, this much maligned event. Um, by I think more contemporary sort of people. I you know I remember the Women's March being much more of a center of French Revolution history um, yeah. in years past. Um, not to say that we undersell it, but you know, right. some people are. But the the point here is that like the the king is not acting out of like you said this like magnanimous nature. Oh, this no. is like there's some desperation here. It's yeah. this is a threatening environment, yeah. and, and he and his wife, the queen Marie Antoinette are at the epicenter of a lot of the potential violence. And a lot of that has to do, like you said, with the the mismanagement, those big reasons that you listed off up at the top, and the fact that nobody liked Marie Antoinette. And she was a magnet for violence and disdain and just general hatred. I'm glad for her that she did not exist in the time of the internet. She would have been roasted and flamed. And not even paying attention to the whole let them eat cake, because we know that's not true. But yeah, what did that. she think was going to happen when she goes out in public with boats in her hair? I mean, come on. Hey, Your people whoa, are starving, whoa, but you're spending now. a ton of money on a freaking boat piece well, of that, that, hair? I feel like we need to dispel a myth a little bit, because yes, she did spend some money, but she's royalty, and all these old school European monarchs are... You know, they're all absolutist pigs who are spending money left and right. <laughs> she caught a lot of flack because she was German, Austrian. Austrian. Right? Oh, yeah. Mm. But they're Germans. Well, they're okay. Germans. Um, but yeah, she's Austrian. She marries yeah, him. She gets married off like as a teenager to this like older man, which is like gross in and of itself. And <laughs> she ends up and she immediately starts catching flack. She's kind of weird. She's an odd duck. Like she used to met, uh, like dress up uh, as like a milk woman, and she'd go out and like milk the cows, even though she was the queen of France. But she Why is that, that weird? Well, she, she was just pre- to... well, she, It's not weird to me. I'm not judging. Yeah, I'm not judging. But it was weird to the people of France. Maybe she was trying queen. to get in touch with her. You know, yeah, but she, with the... but also she can't win because that's like a humble thing to do. But then later she gets blamed for like the diamond necklace affair and stuff, and and that's not her mm. fault either. True. Right? True. Yeah, I mean, there was a, like the the preceding king and queen were the ones who had, you know commissioned that diamond necklace, and they're the ones who stiffed the bill on the jewelers, and they're the ones who created the debt. And Marie actually didn't want to pay for it, but she couldn't win. She just couldn't win. And come the revolution, when things start to heat up, in mm-hmm. you know seventeen ninety one, after the constitutional monarchy yep. is really set into place. And, um, you know, like uh, Marie Antoinette's father, the King of Austria, is now looking at uh, his son-in-law, the King of France, and being like, dude, you (laughs) suck. And and everybody, you know, you've been there, done that, you know, no one likes to meet the the dad, so to speak. And so, yeah, Louis XVI's got a lot of problems. But, like, Marie Antoinette, I don't know. I feel like Louis deserves all the roasting that he gets. We can flame on this guy all we want. But, like, she... She's an odd duck, but I think it's unfair. I think we got to dispel that myth. She is not as wasteful as she is made out to be. All right, fair enough. I'll g- yeah. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for now. For Feminist now, ally, Mr. Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? I can't even imagine being Marie Antoinette's dad. Just like, really, this is this is what you married into. Yeah, but yeah. 
they had to have some say in it. Wasn't it arranged marriages? I mean, I know they all had to be but somehow like related political to political marri- expediency, yeah. and this had more to do with making sure that like France and rise up. Like this is like deep down European grease ball stuff. You know what? Take an AP European history class, and then, no. then you can spend five weeks learning all of this stuff before no, you get you. to anything. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, speaking of uh, you know Louis' father-in-law, uh, Francis I of Austria. He, an absolutist monarch in his own right, was more than just a little unhappy about the occurrences in France and the loss of face and the threat that he saw his daughter, but more importantly, his very powerful neighbor kingdom under Mm -hmm. after the constitutional monarchy is at place. Because constitutional monarchies tend to spread. And and we saw this after the English Civil War and the threat that that put um, the rest of the European continent under, and then there's that direct through line to the American Revolution. So this seems like a moment of like legitimate fear, right? And and rightfully so, rightfully so. Right. So then Marie writes a letter to her dad, actually, right? And so she I does. know you've got the the text here, and we'll have I you do. do the reading for this. But she writes a letter, so she kind of undercuts Louis, which like, okay, yes, Queen. It's not really a hard thing to do. Power move. Do it. She writes this letter, though, that kind of gives us an idea of the like what she is thinking, feeling, and fearing during this time. Right. So take I it do, away. What is she? I saying? will, but I but I am going to say right off the bat, first world problems, and it's a little over dramatic. <laughs> it is a little dramatic. Here we go. The occurrence which has just taken place has confirmed us more than ever in our plans. The very guards who surround us are the persons who threaten us most. Our very lives are not safe, but we must appear to submit to everything until the moment comes when we can act. And in the meantime, our captivity proves that none of our actions are done by their own accord. Our position is frightful, and we must absolutely put an end to it next month. The king desires it even more than I do. Yeah. Please, really? Well, captivity? Captivity. This sounds Frightful. like, like Meghan Markle and that other weird <laughs> inbred prince from Britain who, like, are, like, slumming it, right? Slum, air quotes. Yeah, slumming. slumming. it in Canada. Yeah. Like, yeah, one of my students was telling me, like, oh, they're upset because the ceilings are kind of low. Like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Right, like the well, you know, vaulted ceilings versus non-vaulted. The, like even vaulted. Like I don't know. I mean, I'm six foot four. All ceilings are kind of low to me. Like I don't know what the, they're talking about here. This and this is the same way. They're like living in a palace with a guard, yeah, so and they're still the kings and queen of one of the biggest countries in the world. Like, yeah, this is that piece where, like, yeah, maybe she doesn't deserve some of the like roasting that she gets for like being all like bad it's her money management and all that sort of yeah. stuff but like yeah i'm with you that's a little over dramatic but give me a break reference something that is going to be pretty problematic for the rest of europe quite frankly and that's this plan that's already being set. oh my god this is so hatching stupid. a plan of idiocy oh my god seriously it is so so stupid so the royal family is going to hatch a plan to escape their ca- captivity Mm-hmm. And then their goal is to raise this, what they think is going to be this huge force of loyalists who are then going to fight. Of the yeah, right. Hates him. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, we're going to have a huge force. And then he's convinced and probably rightfully so in this, that these loyalists are going to be backed by the Austria and he's going right. to be able to retake the throne. 
<laughs> gonna renegotiate it, huh? Hey, hey, uh, like I want a do-over. <laughs> now that I see what's happened, I want to play this reverse it card in the Uno deck and see if we can do it again. Like, what an idiot! Let me let me put this in really plain language for for all our listeners. What Louis is proposing to do is to side with a foreign country mm-hmm. to attack his own people mm-hmm. simply so he could get back in power. Well, when you say it like that, I don't see how this could fail. <laughs> God. Well, you know what I think the problem is? What? He's not an ideas guy. He's not a details guy, right? Like, you need to have somebody in your crew who's like a big idea person, and I think that's him. I think... He, there's a lot of yada, yada, yadas in these planning sessions. Like, the way I think they're going down, they're hanging out, they're eating chocolate, they're swilling wine, they're hanging out in their slightly lowered ceiling castle <laughs> and complaining about all this sort of stuff. And he's like, you know what would be great? That's not, that's Austrian. I don't even, like, no more I was voices. like, that sounded I like Arnold, myself. yeah. I cancel myself. It's Good for over, you. it's ruined. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everything, listener. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just like, you know, we're, we're not going to, you know, do this, this, constitutional monarchy that I just like immediately agree to what we should do yeah. is totally break out and we'll just make this happen. And then we'll have, you know, your dad's got an army, right? Marie. And she's like, yes. Right. And he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Like, and so you have these two idiotic personalities put together and they're just hatching this stupid sort of plan. And then the problem with people like this is right. All these Nepo babies, people born into royalty, people born into position is they are never surrounded by somebody who's like, let's tap the brakes on the dumbest (laughs) idea that you've had yet. Instead (laughs) they get people like this guy, this Swedish guy. Yeah. This count Axel von Fersen, who's hanging out with Marie Antoinette. Right. They're probably hooking up by the way. I was going to say they're not, Hanging out. This is this. They're, yeah, the the the. This is where the Reddit phase of the research yeah, really exactly. comes this in. Good, yeah, yeah. Well, we will call them likely bedmates, and um, he's definitely like, yeah, you know, what we should totally do is we should take your husband and me, and then we can go continue our affair in your dad's house, right? And <laughs> this is just dumb. This is a dumb plan. It's a dumb plan, right? There's right. no details and everything else, and you know, like it's just. And then, unfortunately, the person who has to to wear all the blame for this, in a lot of ways, is Marie Antoinette. She's going to be the person because they're going to Austria. To Austria, yeah. It's going to be like, but it's not her fault. It's it's von Fersen. It's it's Louis. It's you know you know Francis the first of Austria. It's these people who are pulling the strings, but she just gets caught up in it, right? So our Reddit post kind of like sums this all up really uh-huh. succinctly and nicely. Our unknown author writes, "Quote one night." The royal family would travel by coach in disguise to the fortress at Montmédy near France's border with Luxembourg. The king would be a safe distance away from Paris and have loyal troops at his command so he would be able to deal with the constituent assembly, that's France's legislature, and the Parisian revolutionaries on an even playing field. On the night of June 20th, before slipping past the guards with his family and a few attendants in disguise, Louis left a proclamation behind in the palace condemning. Yeah, so God forbid we just leave. We have to have the last word, too. Yeah, all right. So, like, I Dumb. like how this, like, lays out that this escape attempt is going to be like, hey, they're just going to slip away in the night. Because, like, first of all, <laughs> no. It took a long time for them to depart, right? 
because this wasn't just like running away. This was going to be fun with costume time. <laughs> because like you said, Marie, God. she's a slave to fashion. She wants to dress up, not as a queen for the escape. She wants to be like a governess. She's going to dress up like a teacher. But she's going to be a fancy I'm insulted. Teacher. She's a fancy teacher. All right. <laughs> he, the king, is going to dress up like the stagecoach driver. However, he refuses to sit outside of the stagecoach. So he's going to sit inside of the stagecoach dressed up as a stagecoach driver, which makes no sense. This no is sense. so insulting. This is, they're like, it's like playtime dressing up mm -hmm. like the peasants. Yep. Yep. And um, they're not going to take just a regular old couch. They take the official royal couch. The one that's oh, so like that's screamed. not going to give it's them like away. The it's like all. flying Air Force One, but like dressing up like a vagabond. <laughs> like, who's in there? Like, clearly the king. Like, and they packed oh up all God. their luggage. We're talking about all the luggage of the king and queen of France. You know how long it took? It took like 12 hours. And Get ready? Yeah. And that's not even the biggest problem with all of this. He left a note. <laughs> He's he so left, stupid. Yeah. Let's go back to the Reddit post. And it says, Louis left a proclamation behind in the palace condemning the revolution. Like, he leaves a note that's like, hey, leaving to Austria, going to come back with an army. <laughs> Like, what are we doing here? What are we so doing? This is dumb. This is capital D dumb. I right. That's the why note, you say we, mm. the note could have just read like, "Hello, swine. We are leaving. We'll never. You'll never find us. We're leaving to Austria. Dress as peasants. So sucks to be you. Me, yeah. Marie Antoinette, and the rest of our coterie of idiots will return with an army. <laughs> this whole revolution is stupid, and I don't want to play anymore." Time toodles, L. Like, <laughs> that would have been frankly better somehow. Right? Right. Oh my God. Like, come on. I would have rather just had him write suck it and called it good. At least you're going out with dignity then, you know? Yeah, you could have posted that to Reddit. Yeah, see? Yeah, all right. So, as we get ready to close out for today, like, <sighs> This whole oh, thing. Are we gonna are we gonna leave them on a cliffhanger whether this oh, plan works or not? <laughs> like if we did this whole thing, we'd have like a Dan Carlin episode on our hands, like two and a half hours oh, no. at a minimum. Yeah. Maybe I mean if we really got into it uh, in the detail, this is one of those Carlin like hour seven. Oh my now god! Now the king finds <laughs> a pen, right? <laughs> it's like we 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 can't do that. But I mean, this whole thing. They're dumb. These are dumb people. These stupid people doing stupid things because they're stupid. That's really what that really it is, is it. when it comes down to it, right? All right. So we, we know this as we get ready to close out. The, we know that the Swede, Axel von Friesen, did leave a written plan as well, basically outlining the escape. And it wasn't left on purpose, Okay, I'm like, are you kidding me? No, but it was okay. probably also kind of left on purpose. Like, it's hard to see what his end game here is in this. I think he's like hedging his bets. No, and I think he's 
planning it out because he's like, dude, if I could bust, if at least Marie and I can get to Austria, totally bust out Louis the 16th, he's out of the relationship. We don't have to worry about a little threesome. Now it's just me and Marie and we got this. This is definitely internet logic. This is <laughs> not, you. this is not like, nah, man, he's going to riz the revolution. This is great. <laughs> this is great. Right. I think he's hedging his bets to an extent of being like, no, if he gets caught, he's like, it was all on them. Listen, I left you this like kind of a skit because what he leaves, dear listener, is a stop by stop, turn by turn, like roadmap for where the king and queen are going to go and their ill-fated escape to Varenz. And that's where we'll pick back up next time here on Storytime with the Histories. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening. And as always, you can follow us on anywhere you can access your podcast. So That's definitely, right. if this is your first one you've listened to, oh, you should check out some more. Oh, yeah. Check us out. we got a whole back catalog of episodes. We're really excited. Three-parter coming. Um, this is just the beginning. This is like the tip of the iceberg of Dumb. Um, our next two episodes are, are going to get uh, weird and wacky, and then they're going to get cruel. There will be blood. Right, because it's us. It's us. Yes. We're on brand. We're just going to play to our strengths at this point in time. All right, yeah, so make sure you like, subscribe. Uh, Hit us with a review. Um, if at all possible, you know, if you're, you know, on, you know, iTunes or or something else, you know, hit us with a like. Um, makes it easier for other people to follow. We've definitely seen a nice increase in listenership over um, the last couple of months. Um, and so, uh, for all of you who are out there who are streaming and listening, thank you. We love you guys so much. Um, and uh, like I said, if you have a, a quick opportunity, hit us with a like. Five stars only. If it's one star, keep it for yourself. <laughs> it's, it's fine. That's fine. Just be honest. All right. So until next until time, next time, dear listener, don't be dumb. See you later. Bye.